We all live busy lives, and somehow we have to balance all that busyness to create and maintain a peace of mind. The ancient practice of meditation just may be the answer, a way to choose calm over chaos. Ah, life in the city, with the usual hustle and bustle. In the heart of downtown Los Angeles, amidst all the traffic and congestion, we find this little oasis of peace the International Buddhist Meditation Center, where Kusala Bhikshu, a Buddhist monk, lives and works. While the city clamors all around, his bluegrass harmonica comes wafting through the walls of this peaceful home. Kusala is my Buddhist name, means skillful. Bhikshu means monk, so Kusala the monk. Think of the city as an analogy of life. Organized chaos all around, and yet a deep peace can be found within. And one way we can tap into that peace is with meditation. Meditation in general, according to Buddhism, is a very relaxed body, a very alert mind. Tranquility meditation allows you to live a life of peace. With so many different kinds of meditation out there, how do we know just what we're supposed to do? The reason in Buddhism we have 40 different kinds of meditation techniques is because there are so many different kinds of personalities. One of the 40 meditation techniques is, is reflecting on the breath, being aware of the breath. It would be sitting in a comfortable position. Uh, it would be becoming aware of the sensation of breath at the tip of your nose and perhaps counting either the exhales or the inhales up to 10, down to 1, up to 10, down to 1. What you're doing is you're allowing the mind to be connected to a physical sensation. The physical sensation is always happening right now. The mind usually resides in past and future. So you're connecting your mind to your body in the present moment experience of your life through the sensation of breath. Meditation doesn't require any special equipment, but it does take a commitment. We have to set aside time to actually sit still and be quiet, even though we're still thinking. So the meditator's primary objective is not to stop the discursive thought, but to focus primarily on the object of meditation, which would be the sensation of breath. Now there's a lot of misconceptions that if you're meditating and still thinking, then you're not meditating. But that's incorrect. Uh, it's very rare that a meditator would actually stop their thought process. Uh, what it seems like to me is this, that we sit and we meditate on, for instance, the sensation of breath, and in the background, it's like there's a radio on and there's a TV on. So the radio and TV are part of our discursive thought that gets a bit more quiet, but doesn't completely come to a stop. Bringing the effects of meditation into our daily life is called mindfulness and the impact that it has on our day can be quite powerful. This practice allows us then to take that mindfulness off the cushion and keep it with us during the whole day. And that's the ultimate goal in mindfulness, is to be mindful of everything you're doing. Meditation is a simple way for us to invest in our mental health and general well-being. Is it easier to cover the earth in a piece of leather or is it easier to buy a pair of shoes? Well, the meditator has chosen to buy shoes. Rather than change the world, they've decided to change themselves. Changing yourself is changing the world. Meditation is putting on those shoes and taking the first steps. As Kusala says, there are so many different types of meditation because there are so many different personalities and temperaments in people. Experiment with different meditations and see what works for you. As some say, there's no place like home. Oh.